0: Hi, I'm Namusa. And I'm Adana. And this is the Africana Podcast.
1: Nah, I don't know uh, what our words really are. It's okay. We'll make them up. We'll
0: make them up. No one knows what we are
1: saying, but it's Hi. Hi. It's us. Back with episode <laughs> 37, the last episode of the year. Beep, 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 beep. Pew pew! You're pew. getting better than the actual Sound. noise. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've been, I've been working on it. You've been <laughs> practicing a
0: little bit. 2019. What can we say that hasn't already been said? Well, we're about to. So
1: sit tight. Say it all over again. <laughs> Ha! Would you like to go first? You can go first, but what I want to tell the audience (laughs) is that thanks for sticking with us. You have made it through to our end-of-year wrap-up episode. This episode, we talks about the highs, the lows, the funny, and yeah, maybe a little glimmer of what we're looking forward to in 2020. Although, as you know, we normally have an episode where we go into detail about what our word is for the year. Yes. And... And I have my all the shenanigans that we're looking forward to. We'll, we'll give you a glimpse of that now and then give you the full, a full episode on that in the new year. How has your 2019 been? 2019 has been a full journey. I think
0: that's the best way to describe it. It is the first year in my immediate memory where I can see a journey. Not, I wouldn't say complete. You know, sometimes you look back on your life and you like, so maybe something that happened in 2005 or 2010, 2000, whatever. Happen and you're like, oh, I get it now, like why I went through that thing. Or like, ah, oh, that makes sense for like, it was preparing me for this thing now. Or that job like a few years ago that was super intense, like it's helping me with what I have to face now. So this is the first year where I have those moments, but it's within a year. So it's, oh, that thing that happened in January mm. is helping me now. Or that thing that happened in March, that thing that happened in July, that thing that happened two months ago. It's come to a head to this moment here and now, in the Zemba. D E Z Z if you're nasty, E-M-B-A. Not December, not to be confused with the 12th month of the Julian calendar, but December, no, no. a vibe. That's my 2019. I am grateful. This is probably the best I have ever felt about life. And I'm going to rock with that.
1: Go and be great with that.
0: <laughs> in my lavender. I'm going to ride that wave because I know that these things don't last. And I know that just a few months ago, I was in the exact opposite place. So I do not take it for granted. How and many months ago
1: would you say? Like what? I'm just like curious six about six months it. ago. Six okay. months ago. Yeah. So, so look at how much can happen in six months, right? Basically. Yeah. So
0: let's, let's start from the beginning. A very good place to start. So word of the year was luxury. Claim that in Jan. And it has expressed itself in multiple ways. But I think in the biggest way that it has expressed itself is that I take better care of myself. Good. Like luxury for me is just actually getting to a place where a lot of other people are normally. <laughs> It's just like, okay, Addie, like you can spend the $2 to do this. Like you don't have to be frugal all the time. Or like you should notice the fact that you're like in an office and you're boiling and maybe ask for a fan, <laughs> you know, like yeah. not just sit there and just like take off clothes and open a window and just suffer. So it's like the little things of like noticing when like something is wrong and like fixing it, um, which I know is like a super frivolous answer, but like that's, I mean, I'm, I can do a lot with very little and I have a high tolerance for discomfort, which is very not healthy and dangerous know? and dangerous like it's dangerous for your health it's dangerous for relationships it's dangerous for how you you know friendships work and so yeah i'm trying to lower my threshold for discomfort Good. and that's what luxury has kind of done for me this year it was also the year of new rooms new rooms meaning anytime i made a plan with someone i would make sure that i was choosing a place that i hadn't been to before mm-hmm. in like a physical space yeah yeah in an effort to rediscover Nairobi and just you know, continue to discover and rediscover this place that I've now called home for now five years. And then the other rule of the year was that I was not gonna instigate any social activity, which I know I think we talked about at the beginning mm-hmm. of, of the year. I didn't do that for the first three months of the year. So basically anytime I left my house is because somebody invited me. And I then ended up keeping that for the rest of the year. So that still has happened to date. Like I have not, with very, very few exceptions, I have not like reached out to people to schedule things. I'm usually the organizer in many of my groups. And I have significantly scaled back any of that work. How does that Um, feel? It feels good. It doesn't, but it doesn't feel good for the reasons that you would think like it it doesn't feel good. It's not, oh, I feel great because I'm not organizing things anymore. And I'm not like, I'm not tired of that. Uh, Or I'm, I'm now I have energy because I'm not, you know, spending energy on doing that. And I'm no longer tired because I have more time. It's not, it's not that. It's more that I think when you are beholden to other people to leaving your house, (laughs) Um, you A, have to get really comfortable with being alone. And I thought because I've been single for a really long time and I've been single for many more years than I've been in a relationship, I thought I knew how to be alone Mm -hmm. because to me, those two things just kind of work together. And like, oh, I've traveled alone. I've done so many solo trips and backpacking on my own and stuff. So you know how to be alone. And it taught me that maybe that it wasn't that I was bad at being alone, but my friendships were a solve to being alone.
1: Mm. And And when you say being alone, you're talking about romantically.
0: No, 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 like- physical, like just being okay, by myself. Yeah. And I'm, I'm an introvert, extrovert. I know people don't believe that because I'm out here, but I really like, <laughs> I can do solo time very well. I have no problem with that, but there's something to be said for just like when you're in your house and there's like no one to talk to Yeah, and it, you can't really text people because you can't like distract yourself with other people's presence. It's like, okay, you just have to sit here and embody this space and like be by yourself yeah. and like, What are you gonna do? Are you gonna read a book? Are you gonna watch TV? Like, how are you gonna fill up your time? And that was a really interesting exercise for me. Like, it taught me about what I require in friendships. Mm -hmm. It taught me about what I expect of friendships. Honestly, like, it was probably the biggest ego killer I've ever experienced. Say more. Because I think what it taught me was that, like, in the beginning, I think there were certain people that I didn't hear from. So I automatically assumed. Well, I wouldn't say automatically soon, but obviously like I clocked it, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm only seeing certain people now. So it's like, am I the one that's lifting that relationship Mm -hmm. up? Am I the one doing the work to maintain this? And if that's the case, is that something that I want to do? And are there other people where they're the ones doing the work? Mm -hmm. And so I think about some of my friendships and I think about the people that I see versus the people I don't see and the people that are kind of in between. And, you know, just because people aren't reaching out, it doesn't mean that they don't care. And it doesn't mean that like you're not important. It's just like people have different, like things going on in different seasons, and yeah. seasons. And this year was my season of not reaching out to people. Yeah. And this year was my season of not, you know, being that person to go to for advice. Right. Like, unless you came to me. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't over extend yeah. myself. Yeah. And so those who like reached out to me, like got the advice, got the time, got the laughs, you know, whatever, had the great moments. And then those who didn't, like, I just didn't see. And so I think about the people that I haven't seen this year, which is, you know, a decent number and so now I'm thinking about next year, like what, like, how do you now, is there a re-entry? Yeah. Is there like, you know, these are, some of these are bonds from like all five years yet. I just haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. And it also just makes me think like, you know, some people are planners, some people know how to organize and some people know how to send a message and be like, Hey, let's do something. Yeah. And there's other people that just don't know how to do that, but it doesn't yeah. mean they don't like you. <laughs> it just means. Or also
1: did this, or, did the same thing as you were yeah. doing. Right? And so
0: there was one person actually this year who did do the same thing that yeah. I was doing. And it's actually like a friendship that is, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's in danger, but it's it's in a lull. Okay. Because like, I think that person, even though I told that person what my motivations were, and then they actually revealed that they were having, they were doing the exact same thing I was, they were still upset that I wasn't, I know it's a long story, okay. right? And I, I, yeah. out of that respect for that person, I don't mm-hmm. want to get too much into it, but it was just really interesting. It, yeah. It's really, it just taught me a lot about people and it taught me about my ego and like what I expect. And like, you know, when you're, you are the only person that thinks about you as much as you do mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe your parents, right? Like, and maybe siblings, but even then, like yeah. y- really it's, you think about yourself more than anybody yeah. else on this planet thinks about you. Mm-hmm. So it was really, and when I say it's an ego killer, it's, I truly mean that it's like, not everything is about you. Like not, you're not seeing just because you're not seeing certain people. It's not because they don't like you or because someone told them about you, something told, or, you know, I think also this ties into like, you know, the worst case scenario and like thinking about like what maybe something that went horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just not that deep. And that was like the biggest lesson for me to learn that sometimes it's just not that deep. And I take my intention very seriously. I take my friendships very seriously. You know, people who tell me things like I keep that to myself And I'm, that part doesn't change, but that part is still very deep and very important. But, yeah, I'm not, I guess I'm not, like, sweating the people that come in and out. I think before I would have, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: for sure. Do you feel like you have more capacity to pour into the people that you do care about or that you are?
0: I think I have the same amount of capacity. I don't think capacity actually changed. I think, honestly, the whole thing was just a learning experience. Okay. It wasn't so much about, like, that's what I was saying earlier. It's not so much about that I have more energy now. Or I have okay. less energy now. It's more just, huh, that was huh, interesting. Yeah. That was an interesting experiment. Yeah. Like to just see who reaches out, who are you top of mind for versus who is top of mind for you? Yeah. Are those things the same? Yeah. Are you is it okay for you if those things are not the same? And also like a lot of people like let's catch up is a Nairobi proverb. Like we should catch up. That's a proverb of the Maybe that's the proverb of the week. Let's catch up. <laughs> you know, and I used to, and I mean that. So when they would send me that, I would say, oh, okay, right. these are the days, Turple. these are the times. And then I now wonder, it's like, was I inserting myself in certain people's lives? Like, I mean, obviously they responded to the message and like, we ended up hanging out, but like, I don't know. I think for me, it's like when people say let's catch up, I no longer oh. do anything. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've become that person in a way. Like, I'm but just do like, you lead
1: with let's catch up? I don't, yeah. no, I don't know. I don't,
0: okay. but if anyone says let's catch up, then you're waiting do, for them. And I'm too. like, yeah, 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 that'd be great. And then I don't. Bacon, yeah, yeah. I don't bacon. send a message saying this is when I'm free, which is what I would have done. I would have said like, these are my days, these are my times. And then you inevitably hang out. But I think it's now it's just much better to just like, okay, who actually wants to do it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was an incredibly interesting exercise. And I learned that, yeah, I'm like, I'm not that important. And it's okay. <laughs> like in a good way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Other 2019, we talked about seasons of doubt. I think the middle of the year was probably the toughest part for me. June. June was a really, really rough month. And yeah, I think it also gave me a lot of empathy for a lot of the other single young professional women out there, especially like entrepreneurs, like people really, really trying whatever your work is. And also like to look out for them, like to really check up on them and yeah. see how they're doing. Because okay. I know myself, like I manage my feelings before I leave the house, right? Like And if I can't, then I just don't go out (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I don't like you're responsible for the mood you bring. Right. Mm -hmm. So like if I can't be my best self, then I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. I can't make it. Let me make it up to you or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. And so I think it really taught me because I think so many people like when I was sharing my seasons of doubt with them, like, wow, I would have never known or Mm -hmm. like I would have like, but you're always so happy. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I always love your energy and And it's like, yeah, that's because like I manage my anxiety or my fears or my doubts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I leave the house. <laughs> like you don't bring your doubts out with you, you know, like, at least I don't. Yeah. Okay.
1: Is that something that you like? If people ask continue me- to do? Which part? The not bringing your doubts outside of.
0: So no, no, no. So if people ask me how I'm doing, I'm very honest. Yeah. So if I've, if I've already managed my feelings and I've made it out of the house. Yeah. And now we're talking, I'll say like, you know, it's actually been a really rough, like few mm-hmm. weeks. So I, I'm open about that. But I try not to, I, I don't want my disposition to impact the room. Gotcha. That's what I mean. So, and it was just, it just, it was a really interesting, like that season for me and just like wondering about my friends and like, and then having more conversations with my friends about how they are really struggling mm-hmm. and just, yeah, being unpartnered, having some of these titles that people have at a relatively young age, people are stressed the fuck out. <laughs> I, the biggest word I think among my friend group is anxiety. Mm almost every single person i know panic attacks like feeling nauseous like feeling sick before bed mm-hmm. you know and yeah you just and you should also look out for people even if they're in relationships but especially uh, the biggest trend i find is with my friends that are single and, and women and, or and, other yeah and okay. women yeah and like the men have it too but it's expressed in a different way which is hard to articulate mm-hmm. but i think it also yeah it was a good reminder for me to be like yeah check up on your single girlfriends mm-hmm. like Those who don't have an inbuilt cheerleader, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's important. Or people who might be far from, might be close to their family or far from their family, right? Exactly. And so, yeah, that season of doubt, like feeling like you're getting no's all the time really can take you through the ringer. Mm -hmm. And so the metaphor that I use is the Cat Williams sketch of, (laughs) you know, the tiger in a cage who feels less like a tiger in a cage and more like a vicious ass koala bear. And yeah, in June, I felt like a vicious ass koala bear who really should have been a tiger. now I'm a tiger again. So it feels great. Out of of the cage, out of the cage. But yeah, I think that was a really, really important moment. And I think that moment was precipitated by, I think a being burnt out at work and of course getting the nose and dating and getting the nose and fundraising and you know, both areas where effort is not equal outcome. And then also I think I didn't have my natural outlet of people. Cause like I could have distracted Mm -hmm. myself with human contact yeah, yeah, yeah. with my friends if I was following my normal trend. Yeah. But because this year I said, no, I'm not going to instigate social activity. I just had to sit
1: with it. With it.
0: Like there wasn't a distraction. There wasn't like a, a night at a restaurant that could get my mind off of it. All those things. So it's really interesting how all of these things kind of happen and ebb and flow. And, like, and I knew when I had these like new ideas, like they were all, or these ideas for the year, like they were going to be related somehow. But I didn't even, I didn't even imagine like how, how it would be. Um, and then, yeah. And then I had the Camino with my mom and that was like, that trip actually changed my life. Mm -hmm. Like anything that has happened basically after September on there's before and after there's before September, there's after September. It was, I mean, just having that quality time with my mom. I mean, my posture is pretty awful right now as I'm sitting and recording this, but you know, it straightens your back a bit to like know more about where you come from. And I think, yeah, it was a really, really important step in the process And after having a season of doubt, being with your number one cheerleader, which in my case is my mom. Not that my dad isn't a cheerleader, too. He is. Let me put some respect on his name. But my mother is more effusive because, let's be honest, (laughs) African dads, not known. (laughs) Not known for, you know, outward emotion as such. And so that trip was really, yeah, I, I think... I don't even know, it's hard to explain, but it was just, it just changed everything. I think I truly live in the here and now much more than I ever did. I think that has allowed so many other things to happen, which I didn't expect. And I think everything else since then has kind of been a dream because I'm not, I'm no longer worried about plan B and plan C for every single thing. And not every single task at work has to be an emotional roller coaster. It's like, okay, just do the PowerPoint, just do it. (laughs) Like, it's gonna be fine. Like you don't have to have this fear. And it was actually my bestie, it was Nubia who told me, she's like, you know what? You weren't always like this. And I've, I just felt like I was always like this because it's mm. been so long. Yeah. But it's actually not true. I wasn't like this, I don't think, until college. Maybe even later than college. Maybe even after college. Um, and that was an incredible revelation. i like, oh, right. I wasn't always this way. I wasn't always, like, worried about the other shoe falling. Mm. So when did that happen? And now that I'm able to manage it in probably the most effective way that I ever have, like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's just a game changer. Like, life is just so much different when you're not always worried about Mm -hmm. consequences. (laughs) I mean, be worried about what you need to be worried about. Don't get me wrong. But like in an unhealthy manner is what I mean. And one of the episodes recently, I talked about like no longer feeling in awe of Nairobi um, because I've come back from this trip and-
1: The Camino trip.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I had realized that like after five years, yeah, like I want to put my heels on and I want to go out. And I, you know, there's a way that I want to express myself as a 30, well, then I think 31 when I recorded it, now 32 year old- Gang, gang. Hey, birthdays. That I didn't care about the first five years that I lived here, but I was 26 when I first got here and I'm now 32 and I want different things. And so did I, did I mention the, the signs of, of being in Nairobi on the last episode? Oh, I think it was too early. I don't Tell think us. it happened yet. So basically like Sunday, I'm telling this to my friend. Tuesday, two days later, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm not supposed to be in Nairobi. Like Sunday, I'm talking with this girl, friend of mine. We were friends in Nairobi. She's now in the US. Hey girl. Uh, and we are having a Skype conversation. I was articulating this to her. And then like two days later, My work permit was renewed in record time. Yeah, that is the fastest I've ever heard. (laughs) And I was like, and I just kind of looked up. First of all, I looked at my email like, is this a joke? Because work permits usually take three months. This took seven days. And I was like, for all the listeners out there, I did not pay nobody. Like, I paid my lawyers. Like, that's it. I didn't do anything. Like, didn't talk to nobody. Like, and also the application was submitted seven weeks later than it should have Mm -hmm. by the people who were supposed to submit it. And like, because of the Camino and the New Year, New Me, I didn't stress out about it. I was like, well, I've done my part. I notified everybody well in advance. So I didn't stress out about it. And I'm so glad I didn't because it ended up working out. And I, I just got that email and I looked up at the sky, and I was like, okay, God, I hear you. <laughs> because like literally 40 hours before, I was like, mm, am I supposed to read? anymore? I don't know. <laughs> um, and then like the following Friday, like, or the next Friday, so like three days later, I have a conversation with my boss. But before then there was a double rainbow. I'm telling you, ever since the Camino, there's been all these random signs of like Ooh. life. And I don't know what's going on, but long story short, I'm clearly meant to be here just a little bit longer, just like I thought I would be initially. I just kinda got a little bit confused after the, (laughs) and I think that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to 2020, because in my mind, it's like, God, whatever you're keeping me here for, it's gotta be good. So, all right. And I already feel better, and I think I walk around differently now than I did before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm excited for life. I'm already excited for 2020. I'm excited for family vacation. I'm excited for a wedding that's happening next mid next year. There's already a lot to look forward to and the year's not even done yet. So that is the arc of my 2019. I hope that made sense, but it was really a full season. <laughs> like it was a full, like you had the doubt in there. You had like the crying, the winter, the
1: spring, yeah, you had the, 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 fall, fall, the, the summer, you
0: know, you had springtime and then Camino. And then now it's, you know, it's summer or maybe springish summer. I don't know. Birds are chirping. Birds are chirping. I feel encouraged. I feel like the wind is at my back. Good. And I haven't felt like that in a very, very long time or not in this way. And so I am grateful. Yeah. And I'm grateful to the people that were sounding boards like through this process. I'm grateful to the people who humored me when we like had to go to a new restaurant (laughs) and the people who humored me when I told them that I wasn't organizing any activity. And people who respected your boundaries. Yeah. And like there's people of course who don't know, right? Like there's not there's like, like there's most of my friends don't know actually. Like I didn't announce, by the way, guys, I'm not scheduling anything for the year. It was just like the people who ended up scheduling things, like I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm doing this thing. So like gotcha. You. If you didn't if I didn't see you this year, now you know. <laughs> you didn't know. And now if you're listening, I guess, and you're a friend, you're like, Oh, right, I'd have not seen you in twenty nineteen.
1: <laughs> you're like um, messages on like January first are like
0: <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Copy, paste, copy, paste. Uh, These are my
1: availabilities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New
0: restaurant. So, yeah. And I already have my word for 2020. I'm excited about it. And I think it's very reflective of the moment that I'm in right now. And stay tuned because then I'll share on the next episode.
1: So, was there anything else that you wanted to add to your arc or your full seasons? No,
0: nope, that is it. Thanks for <gasps> rocking with me, folks. That's the 2019. Thanks for coming to our
1: TED Talk. Thanks for the TED Talk. <laughs> TED Roast Talk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. So, mine is long. A Kenyan proverb, mine is to say something short, really, when it's to say something long. Just a polite, just a polite Mine is not to say something short. Mine is to say something very long. Okay, I'm listening. Um, So long that I took extensive notes. Amen. So, 2019 has been, without a doubt, and I know everybody says this, but the hardest year (laughs) of my life. Like, sorry, know. I'm not, I know that's, I'm not laughing. Yeah. Hold on. Let me feel free. No, hold hold free.
0: I'm not laughing at the fact that it was the hardest year, but the delivery was funny. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, it is a. It is Humor a is also a big part of my 2019. It is a, it is a, it is a podcast. That's how we survive, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to run down the list of the things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to move into the things that I've learned and the things that I am grateful for. Okay. So I think the theme, I don't even remember what my word was because (laughs) the theme for this year in actuality was heartbreak. Yes. And not M heartbreak, but like Like, being heartbroken in every possible, mm -hmm. like ways that you didn't know you could be heartbroken Mm -hmm. was my 2019. So those things included, um, the biggest thing was my dad passing away earlier this year. Mm -hmm. Um, It has been such a challenging Time for myself and my family, um, and grief is one tricky bastard, for lack of a better way of saying it. Yeah, I feel like I'm moving into a place where, yeah, kind of like I was knocked down and then crawling for a little bit, and then knocked down again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like slowly my energy, as it relates to grief, is my cup is being refilled. Um, okay, but I also recognize that grief is something that's going to be with me indefinitely, Um, it's just going to morph in different ways. Mm -hmm. So that's been a really big, yeah, kind of thing for me. And mortality has been a big thing for me. In addition to that, two of my friends were killed at different points in this year. Mm -hmm. So one at the beginning, which I think we've talked about, and one more recently, which we... Yeah, we have not talked about. We have not talked about. Um, Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, not to go into too much detail, um, but, yeah, a friend of mine named Almas was killed in Somalia. And so they're still, from my understanding, undergoing the investigation. And it's just been a really, really hard time for no. a lot of the people who love her and know her um, and trying to make sense from up from down. So it's been, yeah. again, more grief. Yeah. Um, And it's interesting because when I had found out that she had passed was like the first morning I was in South Africa and it was the first morning where I was like, oh, maybe 2019 isn't going to be what I thought. So two of my friends were killed. My heart was broken romantically. I don't think I knew it at the time Mm. because I thought I was okay with kind of how everything played out. And I think in being in control, like feeling in control Mm -hmm. of how those things played out. Yeah, no, my heart was definitely broken romantically. And it's only now in hindsight. Really? Yeah, that I recognize wow. that. So what was the aha moment? Distance. And Physically
0: looking. or from the situ- time distance? Both.
1: Okay. Yeah. And then being like, why does this still bother me? Mm. And you're like, but you like. You did all the things. You, yeah. You had or the Or you conference. were the person who like actively started to have the conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yep. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. It's like how much time do we I have? can't with this delivery stop. No, it. it's but it's true. Um so then we move into bear, and I'm laughing, but this was like really, really traumatic. No, I know. Um then there was I had more health scares than I can count.
0: Mm.
1: I had surgery on my uterus in the middle of the year, which then turns out like there's kind of other things going on that I am dealing with. Mm. And then I had a breast cancer scare a few months ago. So yeah, it's it's been a lot. Um, let me move into the next thing. Um, it's true though. I, this year I definitely felt the least close I've ever felt from God. So Mm -hmm. I felt like I felt heartbroken with God and spirituality, uh, which is, has never happened before. I felt disappointed, but I've never felt heartbroken. Yeah. And that really rocks you in a different way because when these other things, the seemingly random things or these these things that, like, are not in your direct control continue to happen, Mm -hmm. you or I have, like, uh, grounded myself in, like, faith and in hope and in, like, reminding myself that this is just a season. But I didn't have that because I felt heartbroken by God and the universe. And I just was like, well... F this.
0: Nubia's favorite metaphor is God is looking down, like, when God looks down on you with a mic, like, through the sun with a magnifying glass.
1: <laughs> wow. I've definitely felt that. It's like, And then you're just, like, withering.
0: It's like, why? Why? Why are you doing this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I This year, I held on by, like, the skin of my teeth. Mm. And to be quite frank, like, I, there was not very much to be hopeful about. Mm. And I don't know why I continue to, like, get up each morning. Because... For all intents and purposes, there was many reasons to not Mm -hmm. continue to get up. So I feel like I will sort that out later on as to, like, what that was supposed to teach me. Um, I'm not fully there yet because it's still in the season of things being... I feel like I'm right at the cusp. I'm in the cusp of, like, I feel like a lot of the challenges or, like, the intensity of the challenges Mm -hmm. are now going to Mm -hmm. turn into some really beautiful and positive things. Okay. But I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't scared because... Oh, of course. I felt... Yeah, and just like the I have, ne- and I am, I am a very resilient person. Mm-hmm. I've had cancer. I've had deaths. I have like gone through. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some pretty horrific things happen in my life. In my thirty three, like chlamydia in someone's eye. Yeah, I did see chlamydia in
0: somebody's eye. I did not know that that was a thing until yeah. you told me that. I other feel like day.
1: that's the, le- the and- least horrific thing that I've seen. <laughs> But I've seen, I've seen, I don't want to say I've seen it at all, but I have seen a lot. Yeah, don't tempt God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and be clear <laughs> with your price. So, yeah, I just, I yeah, I really don't know why I continued to go on. Like, I never was like, oh, you shut off yourself. I never got to that stage, mm-hmm. but I was like, what am I, like, what am I doing? What is happening? Yeah. Um. Or is this life? Like, is yeah, this, and I was like, this just can't be. It. Like, I can't. Yeah. The,
0: I've had that. That was
1: 2016 for me. Yeah. You're like, this cannot keep happening. Yeah. Go for it. I have a question. Yeah. When
0: you say like, you're not sure what the lesson is, is there, does there necessarily have to be a lesson?
1: Uh, nope. But I like in terms of, is it, do
0: these things have to teach you something? Like, is it, could it just be that sometimes life just really sucks and like this year sucked and like, all these people dying and then like the plane crashes and Deuce it. Oh, I forgot about, like, the we, plane crashes. We didn't even talk about that. I know. But I realized that like my whole oh update my was just personal. I did not leave out like the traumatic things of the fire, like you know, like the dog that's in the meme with the fire. is like everything is fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Deuce it was like two, like the third day of coming back to Nairobi for me, and yeah, then there was very traumatic for two, me as well. Two months later, the plane crash from Addis
1: to Nairobi, yes. a flight that many of us have taken many times. Oh, I also didn't. Yes, and then Wilson, which friends of mine were on that flight. The on the way to another friend's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's so much trauma that has happened. I know here, that I think, honestly, I'm subconsciously like, I have to block some of it out because it wrong. just kept feeling like I would wake up and the rug would be pulled out mm-hmm. from under me consistently. Yeah. yeah. And like, it, you don't know where up from down is. You, yeah. Tw- yeah. 2019 was so dramatic.
0: So, yeah, that goes to my question of do these things have to teach you? Like, I don't know, like, is, is Almas being gone supposed to teach us something? Like, or can that just be like, that's really, that, pardon my French, and I, don't, I usually don't curse on this podcast because that mm-hmm. was my whole thing, but we're grown, you know, growth. Maybe it just fucking sucks. Like, it's fucking unfair and it's awful. But like, is, I mean, there's the usual lesson I think of like, you know, take advantage of life,
1: reach yeah, out to your flowers. friends. I roll, I roll, I roll. Yeah, I those, those things. <laughs>
0: yeah. But is there, like, is there a lesson in some of the things that have happened this year? Like the plane crash. But maybe that helps some people, like, if there mm-hmm. is a plan or a, a lesson. Yeah, yeah. But then sometimes I wonder, like, what if it just sucks? And, like, yeah. there's no taking anything from it. It just sucks, and it hurts, and you cry, and yeah. it's upsetting, and it's not fair because you're you're hurt, and people you care about are hurt, and people who don't deserve it are hurt. Yeah. And it's just, like, a loss. It's the L that's
1: annoying. So I have felt that way I'll- a lot this year Mm -hmm. and it was a conversation with my therapist who is like and I think the difference is I definitely can recognize that sometimes like there doesn't have to be meaning from things or sometimes there's like are we as human beings are meaning makers so we we are the people that have meanings from certain events and activities but the intensity and like the ferociousness of how this year came Mm. at me and like in kind of this circling Mm. Of people that I really care about in my life and events, yeah. My therapist was like, "I have never seen uh, such intensity happen to somebody, and goodness, not come out of it." Mm. And like that was a conversation we had a few weeks ago, and I was like, "That, like, I just have to hold on to that. I don't mm. need to. I don't need to understand like the whys, the whys right yeah. now. But like, I just, yeah, kind of recognizing that like what has happened in and around my life in 2019 is not normal." Mm-hmm. There's yeah, no, a lot to no. be grateful for in terms of like that I've been able to kind of like my resiliency, but like connected to like certain yeah. privileges and certain other things that a lot of people mm-hmm. are experiencing day to day. But yeah, this, this I feel very strongly that this is not for nothing. Okay. I don't know what that, and, and for me, not only is it not for nothing, but mm-hmm. I guess that like changes into the kind of the second part of that I f- mm-hmm. fundamentally feel that 2020 will be drastically different hmm That's good. Yeah, but I've-, I've But you're also started, scared. I'm terrified. Okay. But I've only started to feel this way in like the last week. Okay. Yeah. So I'm claiming the whole decade. I'm taking all- Listen, years, girl. Because I'm like, I- <laughs> woo, What I've been through in the last year, I'm taking the whole decade. Like all of it. But I very strongly feel, or I know, not that I feel, I know, that something really powerful will come out probably in like, within the next year but over kind of Mm -hmm. time yeah as a response or as kind of a tipping this and not tipping the scale as it relates to like bringing people back because like obviously I would any day choose having the people that I love over but I'm here now and so like what am I going to do with that yeah um but also recognizing it doesn't happen overnight right like when you've because it's trauma effectively, right? Like I've yeah. just had a year of like continuous trauma um, and I've been working through that trauma. So like one of the things I'm really proud of is like I've never missed a therapy session mm-hmm. or I've worked out consistently um, or tried to eat relatively Strong healthy. like your arms. Exactly. And that's really hard for many people when they're going through mm-hmm. kind of the worst times in their lives. And yeah. um, I rec- I recognize that I have, like I really had to use that resiliency muscle this year, but also... There's a time and season to build your muscles, and then there's also a time and season that you need a little bit of rest. Rest day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rest decade. (laughs) Yeah. So I am looking forward to, like, taking rest over the holidays, um, so roughly a month. um, And I feel the most rested when I am, or that my cup, so rested and also that my cup has an opportunity to be filled when I'm with my family. Mm -hmm. How can kind of my experiences or the experiences of people around me either help ease other people's struggles? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm conscious that the year that I had will happen to somebody next year or has mm-hmm. been happening yep. to somebody. Um, so, yep. what are the ways that we can like ease people's struggles? And what are the ways that we can like kind of continue to put more hope into the world? And it sounds so cheesy, but um, holding to that stuff. Is really important. And I also think gives us purpose. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I'm really grateful that happened for in 2019 is like, even though my personal and emotional and spiritual life was in complete shambles, (laughs) I did really well at work. Mm -hmm. So I had like a banner. Was that a, did you try extra hard? Okay. No, I think somehow... I was like, all right, let me help you out. Yeah, which normally those things yeah. are connected for me, right? So if I'm having a difficult time, I didn't think for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're having a different, because those energies can blur into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that I had to take some time out from work because kind of grieving and dealing with death, death, and love, and planning funerals and kind of all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I had a banner you're at work, which is also something that I want to think about, like how mm-hmm. parts of your life can be going really well when Ooh, other girl. parts of your life are like yep. Yep, um, yep, yep. And so yeah. And what else am I grateful for? Oh, I traveled loads this year. Mm-hmm. So I was in Senegal, Ghana, Barcelona, well sorry, Spain. Holland, Barcelona, the country. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, hey, it's about time yeah. someone did that to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> we get that all the time. Yeah.
1: Well, and if they can vote, like hmm. yeah. anyway. Actually, that might. Oh, I just that's realized. why I was like, that's what I thought you were talking about. Oh no, I wasn't. You see
0: that levels? I didn't levels. even realize I was making a joke, socio political, geopolitical commentary. For you really? see, stay for, the, stay for the jokes. Come for the the wild takes on Catalonian sovereignty. The
1: hot takes. <laughs> um. You but were yes, saying you something. Were, no, no, no. You were saying something. Yeah. You were traveling. You're traveling a lot. So South Africa, Zimbabwe, Ghana, Senegal, Tanzania, Spain, Holland, ETC, ETC, ETC. And some of that was for work, but a lot of that was just being poured into, like, by people I really care about. Mm-hmm. Or people who really care about me. Mm-hmm. And, like, them creating environments where I could just be. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could go to CrossFit with them if I wanted to. Or I could go to the gym with them if I wanted to. Or I could not. Mm-hmm. Or they would bring me coffee In the mornings after their gym workout. Or we could go to dinner or we could stay home and watch like hours of nonsense television. Um, And I feel so grateful that I have a community that lets me just be in so many places around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just the gratitude. And like them kind of showing up consistently. Mm -hmm. And so I guess love language speaks to like quality time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. just People really were special and went out of their way to really care for me and let me just kind of give me the the space and the time but also the comfort to like exist and I think that's been really helpful in terms of grieving and also being able to bounce back well or like at least getting being able to stand even before the next kind of carpet was pulled out but I feel very very grateful for that because that wouldn't Yeah, unfortunately, you don't really know how much people show up for you until you need them to. Or you Mm -hmm. don't see it, right? Like, people can continuously show up, but -hmm. I think it's when you're like, oh, Oh, this is, like, probably the worst of what Mm -hmm. life looks like. And you recognize that, and you, like, are still going to continue to pour. And, like, the really beautiful thing is... I have not been surprised by anyone's reactions this year in terms in, of showing up.
0: In, in both good and bad ways? Oh, sorry, when you say surprised, so you like mean all like— All
1: the people that I knew that would show up okay, showed up.
0: Okay. And I guess did you, on the other hand of that or the other side of that coin, had of expectations about people who would not show up and then they also did not show up?
1: Uh, no. Okay. But I I think it's like what I'm speaking to is a lot of people, when they're talking about grief, they talk about like feeling then secondarily disappointed by people who Uh should have shown up when they were at their their lowest or their hardest. Okay. Um, Whereas I feel like the people that I was surprised by were people that I didn't like that I didn't have kind of on the radar to show up and then showed up Mm -hmm. in addition to all the people that showed up. And I think that kind of speaks to that um, I and they are doing something right in terms of like building Mm the connection that we have. Yeah. Yeah, because really, in this world, what more do we have than kind of the people in the Mm -hmm. community? Um, So, yeah, so that I feel very, very, very grateful. Uh, I'm grateful for work. I'm grateful for all those travels. Um, I am grateful that I bought. Oh, God. A lot of cast iron cookware. I was going to say, this
0: this has something to do with, like,
1: kitchenware. I just know it. I know it. I feel like I I pretty much have a whole new kitchen set. Why not? Live your best life yeah they also have like lifetime warranties, so oh they do this is not an ad for Le crusade but but if you want to sponsor us, yes, also I own half your collection currently um but like that's just been really nice too mm-hmm. um and also having yeah being able like having the appliances and the crockery to <laughs> serve people like i don't I don't yeah. explain it other than like or yeah, just think about like the memories around like how many times a certain cast iron pan will be used or mm. a French oven will be used to make food that, like, then bring people together. Yeah. Um, and that feels really special and nice. Um, so it's not just a, like, ooh, Numusa has nice cookware. Uh,
0: but uh, 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 And even if it was, that's fine.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> luxury cookware. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's... I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to not enable you after luxury Uh-oh. being my word for a whole year. So. I also encourage people to put it on their whatever... Uh,
1: Tender Registries they have. Oh, okay. Sorry. Thought you were going like the if you have a graduation recipe, a divorce recipe. Or, sorry. Uh, what? what is that? Recipe's not the right word. What Re- is it? Registry? Re- registry. <laughs> divorce registry. Do people have divorce registries? I've thought a lot about this. Um, I think people should. Because Don't you want to split things? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me give you the logic as to why I think divorce registers are a great idea. Is that now loads of people are getting married later Mm. on, right? Yes. And so often when they're coming into a marriage or Mm. coming into a union, they either have lived together Shock, horror, Ah. don't tell the African parents. OMG. Um, Or they're like slightly further along in their career where they have enough financial stability to buy the things that they need. Mm -hmm. So they own those things often already. Mm -hmm. And so, which is, I also think why like a lot of registries people will ask for cash now. Because then they can spend it on or like people's honeymoons as opposed to like 12 toasters. Right. Um, Whereas uh, when people were getting married at, or more people were getting married much younger at like 21, 22, 23, you definitely weren't living outside of your home first. You weren't living with your future partner um, and you probably didn't financially have as much that you have already. And so why I'm proposing, in addition to like (laughs) wedding registries, why I think divorce registries are a great idea is because... You're splitting 50-50, right? And so, like, what are you going to do with that toaster? You're financially probably going to be at, like, the—I the don't want to say the—you're financially probably at the weakest for most people right after they Unless you're Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, in which case it's an upgrade. Yes, but he would be financially at his weakest. He is
0: still good, though. I know.
1: (laughs) And taking health care from— List of people that I pray for.
0: Jeff Bezos, not on that list. Yeah, fair. He is fine. Yeah, yeah. Not saying no, I don't like, wish him well. like
1: total wealth yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. And like, yeah. the reality is when people... And um, that we know that divorce affects women differently True. financially than it affects men. Yes.
0: Um, and unless so, you're Jeff Bezos.
1: <laughs> but anyway, I digress. It's fine. But yeah. Now she has all of half. She has of- half, yeah. Half of all. She has... It's like the pie,
0: right? But... Like analogy? Yeah, I guess the pie, but like now it's actually hers though, as opposed to sharing.
1: So it doesn't have to be with that trash cheating. I will stop. Well, well we don't know. We don't know. No, we do now. Do we? Yeah, she came out. She did? Yeah. I haven't... I, I, she was like, for the kids, blah, 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 blah. But then it turned out that he was having an affair for well. Oh, well... With that other woman who I don't remember her name. But really, it's not about the other woman. It's about him. Yes. Uh, well, well, that was 2019 and in a nutshell. $40 billion later. <laughs> so not to give away too much of me. Sorry. aspirations, but oh, you know what else I'm excited about? South Africa just crushed it this year. Yes! South that was going to be my Africa rising if I had a rising. Yeah. Like the Springboks. Miss Universe. I don't even care about pageants, but I'm so happy it was one of us. <laughs> I do now. I, yeah. I only care when we win. Yeah. Yeah. And we they won the this, this uh, Dubai Sevens. Did South Africa win Dubai Sevens? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Another know Another South African team won, like, the netball championships. Like, <laughs> literally, literally clearing houses. Somebody was like, oh, we have tilled, literally tilled the soil <laughs> during apartheid. And, like, Black <laughs> South Africans are coming for, well, Rainbow Nation, but. Uh Stop. <laughs> Rolls eyes. It's a mix. (laughs) You know, it takes all kinds. Yeah. Um, All the colors. But yeah, they're definitely, and I've been to South Africa more this year than I've probably ever Mm -hmm. been outside of living there. And there's a vibe, like there's such an atmosphere around, only time will tell what cohesion actually looks like and what- Also, that's a really tall order. Yeah, truth and reconciliation also looks like, or reconciliation. I feel like we have a lot of the truth, but it's a nice energy to ride on when people are more- like people feel yeah. more together. No, sport sports, all of those things. It's
0: a it's a real thing. I mean, World Cup is a real thing. I believe somebody told me, I don't know, this is a perfect lie because I can't prove it unless I Google it. something told me like whatever stock market, first of all, I didn't know Switzerland had a stock market, but it's a fair assumption that they would. Why not? They have a ton of banks and money and watches a rain. And chocolate. But, like, when Federer wins, like, there's a spike or something. Like, I heard this somewhere. Again, I can't verify this. Could be like, right, not. you know. But it's, like, it's the perfect lie. Because, like, sounds like that makes sense. But also, I can't prove it or disprove it because I don't know off the top of my head. So I just, like, rock with it. And this is why I'm bringing it up. So, like, to that point, if that is indeed a true story, that is exhibit A of exactly what you're saying. Like... Mm-hmm you know, if there's a feel good vibe, it works. Unfortunately, it's that's it, how long can it last? Like if there's load shedding or like yet another oh, we're, schedule, we're at level six right now, you know, if or water is running out, you know, whatever the issues or concerns of the day are after a while, like Miss Universe being South Africa is not going to feed you. No. So like, but I'm really happy that people are having that moment because it's super, yeah. super, super important. But I also remember- those two
1: things could be happening at the same yeah. time, right? Like <laughs> Miss Universe could have been somebody else. And we and could have been the- having like <laughs> difficult financial times. Right. So at least now so I'm, taking, I'm taking one of the two, and then we're coming for two of the two. <laughs> That's what twenty twenty is about.
0: Twenty twenty, baby. Two and two. It's in the it's in the name. <sighs> I'm taking the decade. I'm Mark with you. My words. I'm excited. I'm so I'm really excited for a fresh start. I think about there was this tweet that someone was going around about, like, what have you accomplished in the last decade? And I, some people took the opportunity to, like, write out all the things that they've done. Other people were saying, like, oh, this is not healthy because, like, what some people don't feel like they've accomplished much in the last 10 years. I've accomplished a lot. Hmm?
1: I've accomplished a lot. I have, too. Largely that I'm still alive. There's also that. Boom. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> And we're done. You only need like yeah. one Retweet, line. retweet,
0: retweet. <laughs> retweet is an endorsement. Yeah, I mean, I think about, and that's, I think, probably, I'm glad you mentioned that because I wouldn't have thought about like taking a m- macro level thought to the decade now that is ending. But I think about where was I on January 1st, 2010? I was in Beijing. I was 22. I was in the middle of a semester or a year abroad after graduating college. And, you know, This decade has been one of exploration. I've hit over 50 countries now. Most of it was in this last decade. I think 40 of, actually no, 40 of them because I counted 40 of them were in this decade. I was an intern. I was a student. I was a temp worker. I was unemployed. I was fun employed. I was less fun employed. Dang gang. <laughs> I was stressed unemployed. <laughs> I was underemployed. I was... Overemployed ever? I was hustle. That was a really... Ooh, 2015. Oh no, 2013, 14 was really, really hard. Because yeah, you know, you've done what you were told to do. And then you're like, wait, but... Where's my job at? <laughs> um, I have questions. So I think about all of those things. And then I think about the move to Kenya, the fact that five years of this decade have been here. Half of the decade has been in this city. And I think about who I was when I got on that flight. I think about who I am now. I think about the person I was. I can't remember which club we were at in Beijing, but I remember the exact outfit I was wearing. And now I'm looking at it like, girl, <laughs> girl. We all have that. You could have done so much better. My eyebrows have come a
1: long way. Whee!
0: and i think about growth i think about the things that i've learned i think about I like myself now, yeah. you know, I'm proud of myself now. Like I have no qualms about retweeting that tweet and talking about the accomplishments of the last 10 years. Like, and also knowing that like, if someone feels a t- certain kind of way, that's not on me. Yeah. Just as like when I had those moments, when I was feeling underaccomplished or unaccomplished or whatever, and that wasn't the other person's responsibility. That was my own feeling. And that's something that I just had to sort through. And, yeah. you know, and everybody has that journey. Um, about the journey. And yeah, 2010s, the 10s. Whew, there was a lot, there's a lot from 22 to 32, you know? And I think about this next decade, like, and someone else put this on Twitter. It's like for a certain group of people, much like ourselves, like this is in theory, the decade you get married and meet your partner and have kids. And oh, it better be
1: the decade all <laughs>
0: You're like, wait, wait, wait. Like, I'm not doing wait until the thirties, my friend. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um,
1: miss me with that. No, well, we won't be doing. <laughs> We're taking all of, like I said, 2020.
0: But then I look at like Tamron Hall and I look at, Kamala Harris and I'm like you know there's something to be said for if that's if that is what it is. Does Kamala Harris have children? Uh no 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 she does not she does not. Tamron Hall does. She just had a baby a few months ago and she just got married. Apparently she's been engaged multiple times but just never got married. Okay. And then finally. like, how old would the the baby?
1: just for context?
0: So Kamala Harris I want to say is in her mid to late 40s. Yeah. And Tamron Hall I want to say is in her mid 40s. Okay. I don't have the actual numbers though. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, a
1: decade from now, we will be in our forties. I know
0: less than a decade like 20, actually. 30. Yeah. So it's like this next decade is going to also be a huge shift in terms of like the, the, the boxes you check in your life. You know what I mean? Like single, married, divorced, you know, unmarried, whatever, like the box. started like marriage. You know, when you're, when you apply for visas or jobs or whatever like you know, the box you have to check and like, do you have kids? Are you traveling solo? You know, technically for our group of people. We've just been, <laughs> been feeling zero. You know? On the children. Trav- like, any. are you traveling with any other family members? No. <laughs> Zero. By myself.
1: Or your now name. when you're... Not now, applicable. <laughs> now when you're adult, your parents get their own sheets, too. I so know. You're, like, you're like,
0: oh. Miss you, homegirl. I know. <laughs> like,
1: you're not putting your sister on or your sibling. Yeah.
0: So this is a... De- like, this next ticket for a lot of us is a huge... There's a lot that's going to change. And so... Yeah, like I don't know what that looks like. I'm not even there yet. Honestly, I'm just really excited for 2020. I'm excited to know better and do better, which is kind of what I said at the beginning of this year. And I will say that I remember coming into this year hot. Like I was like, I, I'm like, excited for 2020. This is going to be my year. I'm going to be a relationship. My man is there. <laughs> <laughs> and, Sorry, I'm laughing from a. Oh no, you can laugh. Yeah. Not, it is funny actually. Like, I'm laughing it from is a, like joke. a love place, not from a. Oh no, it's an actual joke though, so you can laugh. <laughs> Um, and then I realized. Uh, it was I, about think you. I, was, I was so excited to like. Th- I was like, "This is going to be the year I thrive." And then I got. I was like, January first, twenty nineteen. I'm like, "Okay, so where's the thriving?" Like, <laughs> like,
1: um, I'm, so,
0: so, uh, guys, it's uh, it is now time. Toot uh, toot uh, Thrive, Wappy. <laughs> <laughs> like, where is the thriving? I I have questions. And so I think that was one of the disappointments of the first six months of the year. Of just like, but wait, I thought we had this grand bargain. Like we were supposed to be out here what I don't understand and then the thriving came in the last four months of the year really unexpectedly like as well. and really unexpectedly in a way that I did not expect like I did not expect the Camino to be as life-changing as it was I did not expect like half the things that have happened since to have happened oh girl Girl's been booked and busy, but booked and busy. busy. But I think that was a part of it. I think I knew what was coming. And maybe this is like an olive branch of hope. I knew what was coming. I didn't know that I was going to have the most intense, like feeling of doubt I've ever had in my life. And like, literally feel like a cloud is on top of my head. And like, people could see it. They're like, whoa, what is up with you? And so, yeah, like, but now we're at the thriving part. And I claimed it. I was like, the last four years of Nairobi, the second half, I'm going to thrive and breathe and release. That's what I want. And then I was a little impatient waiting for something on Jan 1. But, you know, by September, <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, there's a
1: little bit of miscommunication. There was a lot of time, <laughs> yeah.
0: time, you know? Time zones. Like the internet, up. you know. Things happen. Um, Y2K. <laughs> so, so yeah, I am, look- I am truly looking forward to this next year. I haven't even thought, I mean, I... Totally love the energy of claiming the decade. And I think I do that like in the back of my mind. But for now, I guess this is the whole akiora like here and now thing that I'm doing mm-hmm. these days. Like for now, it's just 2020 and I'm excited to make 2020 the best year I've ever had. Great. And I feel like it actually it is gonna be the best year I've ever had. Yeah. Amen.
1: That's it. So to piggyback on what you were saying. Yeah. Everything you just said. All the things times it by ten. What? So ten years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I did there are 10 years, but also a factor of 10. So we just take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 to 10. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for what the future holds. And I'm excited
0: because there's a lot of it that I don't know. Oh. And like, I want most of it, actually, oh. I don't know. And I see like certain signs and there's like certain feelings that I'm like picking up on You're like, like oh. certain things. Is that in, joy? In just the, creeping in the back? <laughs> Is that joy? <laughs> nice to see you know. again, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> With the binoculars. Financial stability? Ooh. <laughs> I see you. You look good on you, girl. <laughs> Um, and that's the thing. It's like, Ooh, is that thing going to come to fruition? Or is that, you know, just like I think about this last So brother. Hey, 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 you're grown. I'm grown. <laughs> Let's be grown together. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be surprised and wait in good ways. Um, yeah. Here's to us. We made it. Can't believe it, another year. But this actually feels like a year. Like
1: I'm like <laughs> pre- still in shock that I've like made it to the end of this. and previous this years, I'm like
0: this year has gone by so fast. And like this year, it's not so. I don't necessarily feel that. Like it, yes, here we are again, the Zemba with a Z. But it's like okay, yo, know, that felt like twelve months. <laughs> like oh, that felt like a
1: full long.
0: <laughs> like that makes sense. Like there was summertime, there was wintertime, there was rainy season. Like I felt all the things. Three hundred sixty-five days yeah. minus a change has happened. Like that feels. Last year felt like three years in one. I remember that much. I was like, it's been eighty-four years. Yeah. <laughs> like Titanic and the first style. few
1: months where the what?
0: Yes, like I can. It, this year, I'm not one of those people. Like, oh, it went so fast. I'm like, no, this was an adequate amount of time. Like,
1: this was this was indeed a calendar year. Um, I feel like I had many winter days. With sporadic summer days. Summer days. And there was no transition. There's no Either, either or way. Fall. No, no. It was, it was fall. just like, just hot. Ah, hot or cold. Yeah. Yeah. But I genuinely think I'm much funnier for having survived this Stop year. This. Stop this. <laughs> no, somebody said, this is a person that I wanted to date with earlier on in this year. Okay. And he was like, humor uh, is really like the equation for humor. Hmm. is trauma over time. And I was like, oh, oh tell me more. Mm-hmm. Funny you should say that. Yeah. I, I heard you said trauma over time. <laughs> or trauma times time. And I was like, oh, well, I- here we are. <laughs> the Girl, I got humor for you. Here we are. Yeah. Which also explains black Twitter. Oh, It explains a lot of things. Woof, 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 woof. Yeah. But on that note, I am wishing everybody a wonderful rest of their 2019. Amen. If you're like me and you're filling your cup, or if you are like Addie and you are soaring into the new year, <laughs> or if you are also like me sometimes and just holding on with the skin of your teeth, I am really praying and hoping that your 2020 is, claim the decade with me. Just take it all. Yeah. And that you have a safe, I don't, what, else, what else do you say? Safe, enjoyable,
0: heart-filling, yeah. good food, good family. A lot of
1: laughter. Laughter, love, joy. We're rooting for you. Warm drinks if you're in a place that's cold. Cold drinks if you're in a place that's hot. Yeah, hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. But, but doesn't seem great if you're at the like beach. The equator, right? yeah, no. Yeah, whereas like... Is there iced cocoa? Is that a thing? I think there's an iced coffee. Oh, okay. We've been gone for too long. Yeah, <laughs> What is on the menu with Starbucks? I don't remember. You're like, oh, are you still having diversity days? Venting some the- people? Okay, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> um, what's our proverb of the week? Let's catch up. <laughs> But let's really catch up. No, let's catch up though. No, I'm serious. Let's really catch up in 2020 with the listeners. Yeah, let's catch up. <laughs> we'll catch up with you in January at an undisclosed date. And time. Yes. Um, we and, will we will and we will tell you about It'll our dreams nice
0: for... We will tell you about our dreams for the year. And or how hurt. we're actively claiming the decade. Amen, amen. And how Kwanzaa is real. And on that note... <laughs> Kwanzaa is real. It's not fake. I didn't say it was fake. Exactly. So you can't I just, disagree with I my statement. You just can't. I just said Kwanzaa is real. I just, you I just can't think. disagree with that because it's an actual thing here in the world. Semantics. <laughs> I'm doing the. The <laughs>
1: ant hand. <laughs> One of these days we have to tell them wh- this conversation. We keep dropping. I thought we it. recorded the Kwanzaa conversation. Did we? Uh, we got to go back and look. Anyway. <laughs> What we're the energy we're really wishing you is a great, yes, rest of the year and a wonderful 2020. And in the meantime, and we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah. And we'd love to hear from you. Was 2019 the worst year of your life, the best (laughs) year of your life, somewhere in between? And tell us your stories. You can reach us at askafricana at gmail.com. So A S K A F R A C A N A H at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the interweb. So slide into our DMs or PMs. Oh, yeah. people DMs. Like yeah, are we going to be using that in, in 2020? We, hopefully we're not using that language in 10 years from now. At the end of the decade. It's like sliding into someone's DMs? Yeah. Well, we shouldn't be because hopefully we won't need to. Because <laughs> remember, we're claiming. Oh, sorry. We're not going to... Or, or claimed. <laughs> uh, anyways, I don't can generally slide You slide into but...
0: my mailbox at the Assisted Living I Facility. I slided
1: into somebody's my face, face once who's now famous. Remember, we've talked about this. No, we have not. Oh, I'll keep that for 2020.
0: You know what we really need? The photo of that dude from episode four. Let's see how 2020 starts (laughs) off. You know, the listeners actually, some people have come up to me. Did you ever show up? I was like,
1: no, but one can only hope. Some certain things are leaving (laughs) dignity (laughs) or lack of dignity we're leaving in 2019. Oh,
0: I'm so excited to leave all the drama behind. I know you always have those memes of like the girl walking in heels over the thing she's leaving behind, but like this is 10 (laughs) years of leaving stuff behind. Okay. Like (laughs) this is a huge mound we are walking Literally, Literally. New satellite phone. Oh, my gosh. Who dis? Oh, my gosh. Like, I think are. about all the drama, like, boy drama, people drama. It's like, it's okay. It's done. Halas. Finished. Health drama. We're, I like, go. back. Just get thee behind me, Satan. Not that they're Satan, but I'm just the metaphor. <laughs> well, I'm just quoting the Bible.
1: Are, That's people. 2019. Don't ask me which page, though. I don't um, know. You can also reach us <laughs> on our DM and PMs. Um, on Twitter and Insta, at of. And then on Facebook. Um, a Podcast. Africana Podcast. But yes, thank, we're rooting for you. And let us hope for
0: joyous, prosperous. Yeah. Wealthy. Yes, I like healthy, that. Mm, amen. And wise. <laughs> An apple a day makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. I think that's what my dad used to say. Makes a man healthy. Yes. That might be what my dad said. apple it. a
1: day keeps a doctor away. No. Something
0: about makes a man healthy, wealthy, a and wise. I think doing two together. But what is that problem? A double then? whammy.
1: There is something healthy, wealthy, and wise. What is it then? I, why don't we just why really? do we make it our own and say healthy, wealthy, and wise? Okay. Sorry. I'm trying to come up with something clever, but it's been a really long week and I haven't slept well. <laughs>
0: I can't. And
1: on that 2019 note.
0: But we're going to do great. We're going to be great with our lavender. I'm not leaving that behind in <laughs> and 2010s. I'm, that for, I'm taking
1: that joke with me. Feel free. Into the it's, it's welcome into the 2020 decade. <laughs> All right. Everyone, you're appreciated and loved and cared about.